I thought you were going to do it this time, and then I didn't think you were going to do it, so then I had to do it. It's your thing. I know. No, no, no. Anyways, good afternoon, you guys. Good afternoon. We got... Spilling it. T-shirts. <laughs> we... Okay, we have a P.O. box, and you know what? I feel like I need to look it up. Yeah, you look it up. I'll tell the story. Yeah, tell the story. <clears throat> we hadn't gone to the P.O. box for quite some time, probably four weeks or so. Yeah. Because it just kind of after Nevada's brain surgery, we got like a big influx of packages and cards and and uh, then it kind of died down. And then the post office person was like, hey, uh, did you check your P.O. box when I went to ship a package? And she was like, we had somebody actually call yep. and wonder like, hey, it shows my package delivered, but it hasn't been picked up. Like, I found it. Okay. Found it. Yeah. Okay, so it is Walk by Faith Jewelry. Oh, yeah. They right. made um, our T-shirts, which yeah. say, which I said, we need to, that was the first podcast. We need right. T-shirts that so said, awesome. good afternoon. And it says, good afternoon, you guys. And then it literally has like- Spilling the, it with the court report. That's crazy. I yeah. love it so much. So thank you for making that for us. They, yeah, that was incredible. They also made Nevea a t-shirt when she had her brain surgery, the long yep. sleeve one. Yep. Honestly, thank you so freaking much. I'm like, I'm excited to wear it. It's so comfortable too. And yeah, soft. it's a nice, it's a nice material. And she makes way more t-shirts and stuff. So I'm going to leave the link for you guys um, in the YouTube channel for if you want to check them out. They make all these cool t-shirts. And even, even Taylor Swift stuff. What? Which I don't even think we told the podcast yet, but um, Instagram knows. Uh, Nevea and I and my mom are going to Taylor Swift, and I think that's Is next, next weekend? weekend. I think it's it's next Friday, the twenty third. Okay. Yeah. 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 I haven't gotten my Etsy shirt yet that I <laughs> that I ordered, and I'm really nervous now that it's not going to come in time. Yeah, because okay, I um, you know, I had an idea in my brain of like the outfit that I wanted. Yeah. My Converse's didn't come yet either. These are supposed to arrive June 21st, two days before. <laughs> two days before. So let's just really hope. Fingers crossed. Fingers. Prayers up. Fingers crossed. Um. So anyways, we're going to wear like the t-shirts and I got some some cute leggings for Nevaeh and we got some red shoes to match. Are you guys, the whole outfit's going to match? We're going we're gonna to match. My mom, mom? My mom got red shoes. Okay. I told her that was a must. And then I got her the same t-shirts. So I think we're all going to match. Sounds like it. I think so. So anyways, I'm excited. I've heard nothing but amazing things about her concert. And, you know, if anybody deserves it, it's, it's Little Miss Nevaeh. For sure. We didn't even really balk at it we're like let's just do it no yeah because honestly when her when her tickets went for sale um it it gave me anxiety yeah i mean i think everybody knew about the drama the, the drama yeah master. come on ma'am you should come to um if you guys can't see obviously poppy just jumped up but what poppy. you don't see down on the floor is big russ big russ is there He's like, Good what? Boy. What are you He's, talking no, about? Lay down. No, Poppy, you want to be seen. Poppy thinks she's human and would like to. Um, yeah, you can see his butt. <laughs> you can see. Butt. Anyway, um, so yeah, when when the tickets went on sale, I was like, we're not doing it because it. And that was before Nevaeh's brain surgery. Yeah, that they went on sale, but it was so stressful. Everybody, people were waiting like hours and hours and hours for tickets. Yeah. Luckily, Minnesota had some left, and we bought them, and. Yeah, very excited. So we yeah. will update you on that. I can't wait. It'll be Nevaeh's first concert. I feel like she's going to cry. I feel, I feel if she cries, I'm going to cry. Yeah. Certain she's, songs that are just like. She's probably going to cry. Yeah. And then she's going to be obsessed with Taylor Swift. I mean, she already likes she her, but I feel like it's going to be her. on a she, whole new she level. Loves, yeah. She's not concert. as music like. I think what you're going to say, Austin is like obsessed with music. He's got playlists upon playlists, really listens to a variety of genres mm -hmm. and really well versed in music. And I mean, it doesn't. Not as much. Not as much. But honestly, after her brain surgery, I was a little nervous um, with the lights and the sound. I still think I'm yeah. going to give her earplugs mm -hmm. because she still can kind of get headaches. And I feel like it's just going to be really loud, a lot of screaming. Yeah. So, so anyway. Okay. Now okay. we have the whole herd of dogs Russ, in here. <laughs> get, out. get out of her butt, Russ. Okay. Lay down, Russ. Anyway, so let's talk about our week. So last, it's it's technically friggin' 
What day is it? Oh, it's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. Um, it's which is flying by. Yeah, it's weird for us because we typically do the podcast on Sundays, but I went golfing on Sunday. You did. And my very first time golfing ever. And you were a natural, from what I hear. All the girls that Courtney was golfing with are texting me like, oh my gosh, your wife's so good at golf. Yeah. Um, the funny story, this is so random. Um, when I was younger, my dad took my sister and I to this like expo, right? It was like, I don't, I don't even know what it was, but they had, um, this golf swing thing yeah, to simulator. see if like you'd be a pro or whatever. And the guy freaked out when I did it. <laughs> like it, it actually recorded your swing yep. and then it showed you where the ball would go and stuff. And the guy was like, oh my God, have you ever played golf? And I was like, nope. no, I do gymnastics. I do not play golf. It was so much fun. Yeah. I just, at 16, never did it. So then my dad my dad tried to get me all hyped on it. Like, yeah, you should join the golf team. I was like, <laughs> dad, no. They wear like jackets and stuff. They literally <laughs> wore like blazers. Yeah. Which when I was in high school, it wasn't that cool. It's cool now. But, right. but anyway, so when we went on Sunday, I was like, okay, I know I can whack the ball. Yep. It's more the putting thing I'm not that great at. Or, or chipping. That was the first time I was I ever chipped a ball. I don't even know. I don't even know. But anyways, we played where whoever hit the ball first, or no, whoever hit the ball the best, that's where we would play. Closest to the tee. Scramble or, or something. Flag, whoever is closer and yeah. whatever. Yeah, the first hit, it was my ball. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. You guys, <laughs> it literally was so close to the flag. I And it was straight. Yep. Ethan... Whenever we go to Top Golf, oh my God, you guys, I should just do it live. Yeah. Just set up a live and watch him because he's hilarious. I am not a golfer. I am not flexible by any means. I swing it like I swung a baseball bat in high school and baseball. You li- <laughs> just, he can frig- he can nail them if he if he if, if he I makes connect. contact. Yeah, if you make contact, you can nail it out of the park. But my God, it's like. Yeah. they're not straight they'll no. like take off straight and then just a hard slice or a oh, hard yeah. hook every time we actually lived on a golf course for the first seven years our first house that we bought and that's where we went golfing and that's where courtney went golfing it was wild yeah. i never actually golfed that golf course until sunday yep. like when we were vlogging a lot back then i remember just the kids waking up and being like, how many golf balls yeah. did we get today? And them flying and hitting our house. And like, literally I watched Ethan one time, he was over the hill coming back, mowing the lawn and a golf ball just went <laughs> right it's by true. his head. And I was like, Oh my God, Ethan, that almost knocked you out. Yep. And then our neighbor, Casey, she had a wind. Was it her windshield? That, yeah. On her car? Yep. That got broken? Which yeah. Which is over the ball. Literally had to clear over the house. Yeah. And land. I mean, it was... So, I don't know if you know this, um, but when I was golfing, that little area... Because when we were going... I've never been on this golf course. It was just kind of went around all the neighborhoods. It was, yeah. It was wild. Whole development. Yeah. You had to like cross roads and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, the one that was on our house... That's the only one that you're teeing off of on kind of a lift. It's like a lifted part of the... Lifted tee box? Yeah. Is that yeah. what you call it? It's I don't like know. elevated. Yeah. So, but like our house was the perfect placement for all the balls. Like we got all the balls. Yeah. We'd talk to our neighbors and they'd be like... Yeah, we got like a like, couple. Yeah, we get a couple a week. Like we get like three a day. I mean, we had Minimum. like... Minimum. Vases and bowls full of golf balls we had a huge like salad bowl big salad bowl full of balls so um yeah that was really fun and i i told rachel i was like watch me tell ethan like i want to play golf now and he's just gonna buy me all the golf stuff he'll buy me some teas (laughs) yeah and they had they had like all these like they had teas that they had on a keychain that had little holes in it and they kept them and they're like, oh, there's my tea. And I was like, wow, that is handy. And then she goes, oh, this is a brush for your something. Who? And Emily. Emily. It was a <laughs> brush. She's an actual golfer. She, yeah. Her, yeah. Emily and Mallory and Emily. Okay. So there's two Emilys that we went golfing with. Both of them. They all have their own clubs. Me yeah. and Rachel were like. 
renting clubs. <laughs> Rachel, Rachel had a hard time even like, not a hard time, but like she, Emily's like, okay, like get in the golf cart, just go. And she's like, I'm scared. Is it on? <laughs> she's like, it's, cart. it's yeah. on. And she's like, push it doesn't pedal. sound like it's on. Oh, she's like, if you just push the pedal, it'll go. Yeah. So it's like, anyway, anyways, um, I would love to do it. I think it would be, especially when you're getting older and you're like, what are we going to do? It's yeah. either that or pickleball, man. Well, and our kids are at the age now that we could literally escape for a couple hours without yeah. having to line up a sitter and yeah. anything like that. And I would love to do it. I'm horrible at it, as Courtney oh. already mentioned. I think I could, with some time, get better at it. But I just enjoy doing driving something. around. Yeah, you know, having a couple drinks, maybe mm-hmm. smoking a cigar. Like I've done a couple like bachelor parties, like out on the golf course and. But I've golfed maybe a half a dozen times in my life, and it's not pretty, but I enjoy the time being out there. Oh, yeah. It's sure. it's very relaxing. Um, I, I think we should get in a pickleball, too. We I'm like 35, <laughs> and I feel like I'm so old. I don't think old. we're old enough to be pickleball. Mallory does it. <laughs> she just does a pick. It's like they pick up at the Y. They're like, let's play pickleball. I don't know. We're competitive people. I yeah. feel like we could just do it. For sure. But I have to tell this story before we move on. Ethan one time we were having a party at one of our houses and it was like we were having friends over or whatever and we would go um just hit balls on the golf course one time you guys it was like dark outside you know midnight and he freaking wails the ball and lets go of the club and it's like flying in the air and he's like Four. he goes heads up <laughs> and we're all like oh my god like literally he's so lucky that that didn't knock somebody out yeah. Ethan. i tend to let go of things when i swing them hard sometimes. ridiculous <laughs> he's really he's he's really not good but it is really fun to watch yeah okay so i asked the instagram for some questions mm-hmm. if you guys don't follow us on instagram follow us um the court report and i don't know if anybody some people noticed what? that ethan changed his instagram name i did from grade dearly great yeah everybody read it as grade dearly yeah um it's supposed to be grade early hence the gray hair and yep. uh so i did an underscore in between them yep now and it's it, pretty easily my sister immediately was like did ethan change his instagram name a bunch of people did that i was like yeah he did he did so follow us there that's where i ask all you guys questions for the podcast and stuff and last week we talked about nevaeh yep and how she like her getting diagnosed kind of things to talk uh, like look for for type 1 diabetes signs and symptoms we could definitely go way more into type 1 life and things that are helpful to us and things that if you have a friend that got diagnosed like what can you do to help i think that's always we would love to talk about it we're very passionate about type 1 um and we will eventually i think maybe in a a couple weeks or so we'll probably talk about Nevaeh's stroke, yep, and then um, her brain surgeries yeah. that she's had. That'll be a whole podcast in and of itself. Yeah, it's a, a it's a long there. story. Yep. Um, okay, but the most popular question that people wanted us to talk about today. Let's do it. Besides, there's there's a couple, okay. but it depends on how long we talk, right? Got it. So it's therapy. Okay. Why did we start therapy? How do you go about finding your therapist do you go alone do you go in couples how much does it cost things like that i would love to get into it great questions great questions okay we have done lots i shouldn't say like we've done counseling which i don't really necessarily i feel like maybe counseling is just different than therapy because it's not somebody that i don't know maybe went to i don't know we did. What is the difference? Do you know the difference between counseling and therapy? No, I thought it. I kind of figured it's like one and the same. Well, I feel like some people can get counseled. Yeah. By and we grew up in the church, so this is really common. Yeah. Um, by like a pastor, like but that's not counseling. somebody. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not somebody who went to school. That's like a therapist Got it. to help with. That's that's my take on it. And you guys, I could be totally wrong. I am not. I don't know everything, of course, yeah. but that's my kind of take on it. Yep. We have done therapy. We have done um, counseling, that yep. kind of stuff. You can go to therapy or counseling for 
any reason, really. I oh mean, my gosh, there's so many reasons you can go. For us, yeah. I mean, like we've gone to therapy for, I'm just going to stick with therapy. We've gone to therapy okay. for many reasons. Yes. Uh, we've gone to therapy for marital issues where we've had issues that we're working through that we felt like we needed like a third party, some guidance, a neutral mm-hmm. person, if you will, to listen and give some guidance. We've gone individually as well. If we've had individual struggles that we've wanted to work through on our own. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that sometimes can be where we do, we've done it before where where you've done a session by yourself. I've done a session by myself and then Mm -hmm. we've come together Yeah, and then kind of so on and so forth. Um, But then we've also gone to therapy this most recent time that we're still doing therapy. We kind of started it with, because of kind of the PTSD and trauma that we went through with all of Nevaeh's medical stuff. I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, you go ahead. Okay. We didn't go to counselor therapy for a long, for a while. Yeah. Because we didn't really have like struggles that we felt like we needed to. Right. And um, this, call after Nevaeh's stroke, I I don't know if Ethan necessarily had as bad as I did where I'm, even after she was diagnosed with diabetes, I had some major health hospital PTSD. Yeah. You can say. Yep. And I always like pride myself in being like the strong one. Yeah. And so it's really hard when I feel like I'm totally out of control. And that it that's an eight thing, yeah. you guys. It's it's not being in control and what's really hard for me is like I can't put my kids in a a bubble. Right. I want to put them in a bubble because I want them to be safe and ha- happy and healthy and strong all the time. Yep. I think all of all of us parents do. Yeah. And so when you go through something so traumatic as in like Nevaeh having a stroke where they were like it, you know, that at first when she had her stroke, they told us, you know, they, they didn't know what was going on, of course. Yeah. And this was 2020. So it was everybody was panicking. Ethan could only be with her. And. At one hospital, they told us she didn't have a stroke. And then at the next hospital, they were like, I'm sorry, she's having a stroke. Yeah. Basically. Or maybe it was at the same hospital. I don't I don't remember. But yeah, it was, it was a CT scan versus, versus the MRI. MRI yep. Yeah. And so watching your kid go through that, it's hard. It is. And he hit the nail on the head with, and I think it's partially... Also, why you don't like flying, you're not in control. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just, and we've both had our moments of yeah. just, and, and Courtney just mentioned earlier, like, I don't think Ethan was really like struggling it, well, struggling with it. I think I, it, it wasn't something I was outwardly struggling with, but literally the day we walked into therapy and Courtney's like, why don't you start? I was like, he just said, a fountain. He, I told Ethan, I want to go to therapy because I have some major PTSD. He already knew this, whatever. Yeah. And I was just going to go by myself. And then he goes, well, you know, well, I was talking to my friends and they're like, well, maybe Ethan needs to go too. Like, I mean, the, typically in a marriage or, or, and your child is sick or something, somebody always feels at one time they have to be the strong one. Absolutely. So yep. like Ethan at some points would be strong. And then he would break down and then I would be like, it's fine. Yeah. You know, we'll make it. She's doing good. You know, that kind of stuff. And so like, of course, we both went through something super traumatic. So we're yeah. both affected. Yep. But it's like, you really don't know how you're, how affected you are until they're like, so what are you here for? And you're immediately like, yeah. and I just. Yeah. Because of, I think after everything happened, especially with the stroke. Yeah. Well, I mean, even with the type one diabetes too, we just, I think that's where it maybe started and then it got exacerbated once she had the stroke and stuff. But that was your, you would get so scared that I felt like during those situations, if like kid hit his head or Austin got a concussion in football and Courtney's like, I can't look or he fell off the boat and you know, just like there's different incidences that have happened where she literally just, she can't like deal with it. And so I, I felt like I always had to step up. So I never really have had, you know, a time where I've like lost it, except for the one when Grayson broke his collarbone, like a week after they got out of the hospital. Yeah. 
and I like had an absolute meltdown. But yeah, I think for me, um, I really realized it last summer when I was like, okay. I need to go to therapy or something yeah. because like, and I just kept saying it, but like, so we had this incident where it was, it was actually my birthday. It was July 4th yeah, or the day before um, or something like that. But it was, my parents rented a pontoon yep, and all the kids and aunts and uncles were on the boat and we we're all having fun. And Austin and my sister were kind of messing around or whatever. Yeah. And she was trying to push him off the boat and he was trying to stay on the boat. And what ended up happening is he went backwards and the part of the pontoon that kind of is the front part of the boat, it goes up to a point. Yeah. If you guys know what a pontoon looks like, you know exactly what I mean. It's like yeah, the front end of the it tunes. It just goes up. Yep. And I didn't, I didn't see it, but I heard everybody freak out where he fell off and then Danielle immediately and my mom, oh my God, oh my God. And I was like, and I went to the corner of the opposite side of the boat and I was like, crouched down. You hid. And I literally was like, somebody tell me he's fine. Tell me he's fine. Tell me he's fine. You guys tell me. And nobody for like five minutes didn't tell me because- because we didn't know we were trying to get him out of yeah, the water. Yeah, he was in the water, so nobody could yep. see. But he also was like kind of having a hard time breathing because he yep. got hit like in his stomach. And after that point, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, I felt like a little kid, and I want to be that mom where I can be like, "It's okay, it's okay, you're fine." Yeah, I couldn't do that and right. I knew in my brain I want to be like that and the only way I can do that is if I get help yep and I have somebody to be like but he was okay yep he was breathing he yep. is here yep like that all of that look at the positives which I do all the time right. I am a very positive person you are, I don't for sure but if my kid gets hurt that is one thing that trauma has done to me to where, like, honestly, anybody could be like, well, it's supposed to rain on Saturday. I'm like, well, but it it also couldn't rain. Like, right. I mean, I wouldn't think I, in my brain it's going to be sunny and it'll be fine on his yep. birthday or yep. whatever. But if somebody gets hurt because I have like we had a 10 year old who had a stroke and that's something that you never think would happen to your child. No, if somebody is hurt, I immediately go to, it could be the very worst. Yeah. Because I have seen the very worst. Yep. And so it's really hard for me to like train my brain a different way. Like Austin also got hit during football and he didn't get up off the field for like, it felt like three minutes. It probably was. And I was like, is he breathing? Is his brain okay? Like, what the heck happened? Is he, like, is he paralyzed? I immediately was like, tell me he's walking, he's walking. Is he fine? Is he fine? And I had my jacket up and I, that's when I, I just, when you know, you know. Yeah. But then, you know, the longer we've been in therapy, the more I'm like, wow, we should have started this a really long time ago. Yeah. And I think what Courtney has mentioned multiple times on different, maybe on one of the first couple podcasts was... The way that we look at therapy now and after like talking to Courtney's parents too, because they're doing, they have done therapy for a long time on and off, Yeah, but it's like, it's a tune up just because you don't feel like you're going through something that necessitates you going to therapy doesn't mean it's not a good idea to just, yeah. Hey, let's just go because you you get in the, I think the swing of like daily life and you forget about, you know certain things about your spouse or about your marriage that or about raising your kids or about raising that your kind kids. of like goes oh well it was am i raising my kids because or am i reacting this way because of how i grew up right yeah that's a lot it's of a lot yeah or about your job mm-hmm. i mean there's so many things to go to therapy about but you bring up a good point we literally went to therapy for to deal with this trauma and ptsd that we went through with nevea mm-hmm. and that's been great but it's also like opened up probably half of the sessions we go to have been about talking about our marriage and the struggles that we've gone through, yep. talking about our upbringing, the way that we were raised and how that's impacted us. 
And it just gives you a better understanding yeah. of yourself, why you act the way you are, why you parent the way you do, mm-hmm. why you you know, have struggles with your wife or what, what not. I just think therapy is great and everybody should do it yeah. and everybody would benefit from it. And even if you went by yourself first, um, Ethan and I happened to go together right away and then he went alone and then I went alone. And because we weren't in a, a space, we weren't in a space of like fighting. Yeah. So it's like she didn't have to get his story and my story and then bring us together to kind of like, okay, this is what I see. Right. It wasn't really that. Yep. But a lot of couples who are like fighting or like try, can't get through something, they do, will do that. We'll, we'll do yeah. single counseling or therapy and then go together. Yep. But I feel like, you know, if you don't find somebody that you like right away, I know I talked about this with my mom. Yeah. Um, but my mom went through two therapists yeah, two before she found um, the girl that she really liked. We got lucky. Or they liked. Yeah. This time around. We did. I had gone to a therapist to work yeah. through a struggle that I had five, six years ago. And it was like after the second session, I'm like, later, not coming back. <laughs> yeah. Like, just totally was like, I don't think you have a problem at all. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're on on the same page. See you later. Like, yeah. I'll go find somebody else. But don't feel bad. No. And I just think that it that goes with if you're having like a friend that you're having deep conversations with, you want to make sure that you like this, you're having really good conversations and they give you a response that is like, hey, it makes you think differently. Yeah. And I think it's really opened up our our minds to a, even the way our kids react to certain things yep. and like how we do. Um, so it's very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to talk about um, like pricing? Yeah. For how it goes for us personally? Yeah. So the we've had multiple places that we've gone to, but the current one that we're at right now the nice thing is, is it is covered through insurance. Mm-hmm. And so I think after every, each session, maybe after insurance covers their portion, we maybe pay 40 or 50 bucks Yeah, per session. We were going once a week. Yep. And now we are going every other week. Yeah. And kind of talk just about, like, we've talked a lot about Nevea, and then we've talked about kind of my flying anxiety and stuff too. I yep. I do feel like maybe it has helped my flying anxiety. Yeah, we haven't You've gotten better. I'm gonna like knock on wood right now because we haven't gone through something um, with the kids yet for me to like experience. Like, am I better? And we won't go through something yeah. with the kids yet. <laughs> Anyways, with the therapy thing, we just are huge advocates for it, and yeah. honestly, I just don't really think that there's any right or wrong time to start if you feel like you're like hey I want to you need to talk through some things having somebody having friends to talk to is really great but having somebody who is like a therapist it's just there is nothing like it really there is I mean we've had times we're sitting in therapy and we're like just sharing something talking through something and then she literally like pauses and kind of looks at us and is like so have you thought about this and you're like whoa like yeah. just completely out of left field like what something is, you didn't see coming and you're like holy crap that makes so much sense do you have anything specific that <clears throat> you remember that she said to you that you took away that you're like like an aha moment kind of thing yeah i mean because i feel like there has been there's, there's great been multiple tips, yeah. i would have to sit down and write them down but we touched on one of them last week when we were talking or the week before when we were talking to austin mm-hmm. just when we were talking about talking through parenting and therapy mm-hmm and a situation that had come up that Austin and I had had a conflict about. And she was like, think about what your kid needs in that moment. Yeah. As opposed to just jumping right to, like, I need to discipline or I need to make a correction or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, just think about, like, if they're in a situation that they obviously know, you know, that they did something wrong or they don't know what to do kind of thing, like... Just Mm -hmm. be by their side, understand what they are needing in that moment. Yeah. So you're there for them as opposed to, you know, just jumping right to trying to correct or fix or judge or whatever. Yeah. 
And that was a big thing for me, I think, that... That is a big thing for you. Is going to take me time, but it's something I'm trying to constantly think about. Yeah, we're always trying to... Improve. Improve and be better. Therapy, going to classes, going to different things. I went to a podcast last week and thought it was very interesting, different. Yeah. Learning different things. It's just, it's just so good. So I think we're going to move on to another subject. Okay. Which is um, an overwhelming wanting to know of A, my eating disorder, Mm. B, Mm. like healthy tips, working out, fitness, that kind of stuff, and how it all intertwines. And for me, I feel like that is such a tricky, balanced place to be. Yep. I have worked really hard, I feel like, at being balanced. We are on the like 80-20 scale. So 80% of what we eat is healthy, 20% unhealthy. That is for me the only way I can survive. Otherwise, I go to... Because if you have an eating disorder, if you've had an eating disorder, that shit stays yeah it's it, an obsessive it thing it freaking lingers it is it yeah. is like there's still some things that i'm like god why do i think that way yeah. like i could literally think of everything that i've eaten in a day and i feel like some people just can eat stuff and they're like oh yeah i forgot i had this i'm like how do you forget because right. i don't know i just it's an obsessive thing for me yeah. and so i just want to say too like I, I love my Instagram community and like what I do, but there are some times that it can be triggering because I know people, um, are going, they're, they're trying to be really nice at being like, how do you eat cookies and not gain five pounds? But the way that they word it. Yeah. But for me, it, that's what I used to think. I used to think I would eat a cookie and I would gain five pounds. Right. And that is, and then I would just immediately be like, why did I eat this cookie? Da, 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 da. I yep. feel gross now. And I would be just super down on myself. I was in a funk for like a year, probably yeah, a year and a half, maybe. Yep. I, I guess I want to be that person that is like, hey, you can have a cookie. You can have candy. You can have that. And still you can have that and you can still work out and you can still be healthy and I know that some people have the opposite problem that I have of overeating. Yeah. And what they have to do is they cut it all out. But when I went through my whole eating disorder, I cut it all out and I would just eat salads. Yeah. And coffee. Yeah. And I was, and this was right before we got married. Um, I used to be, I was more, I was a gymnast growing up. Mm Mm-hmm. Never thought about food ever in my life. And I hit my senior year and I just wasn't, I wasn't comfortable in my body. It was like we were dating. Yeah. Um, and so the only thing I knew what to do was drastic. I yeah. went on this like fast and in like a week I lost a lot of weight. And it was very unhealthy. I was very unhealthy. And kept losing weight. And I kept losing weight because people would be like, oh my God, you look so good. Yep. And then I immediately was like, oh my God, did I look bad before? Right. Like I must have looked so, and it was a lot of people like, wow. Just kept fueling your problem. You look great. Yeah. Because then I was like, oh, I would look better if I was even smaller then. Oh, I'll look better if I'm even smaller. So every day, because I'm also competitive, even in my own brain, I'm yep. competitive with like myself that I would look at the scale and I'd be like, okay, tomorrow or like in three days, I'm going to be lower than this number. And it's so unhealthy. It, I was so unhealthy. Yep. I didn't I didn't have glowing skin. I had sunken eyes because Your I wasn't hair was brittle. My hair was falling out. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not eating nearly hardly any protein. Yeah. Zero carbs. I yep. had like no energy. I nannied for three boys. And I remember um, he would take a nap every day and he would take, he was a good napper. Yeah, he, was. he would take like a two hour nap and I would, and he'd always say, do, do you want to take a nap with me? <laughs> You're <laughs> He's like, so cute. And I was like, yeah. yes, I do. <laughs> and so I'd take a nap and then I'd wake up 
I'd go home and I'd go to bed by like eight o'clock. I had no energy. And then I did, I just did some crazy shit. And, um, I wasn't even there mentally either. Like I was not a good, I wasn't even fun to be around because I had no energy. Like I was like, it was like I was a shell of a person really. Like if you were to talk to, and we'll have, uh, Rachel will be on once a month. But, um, if we talk to Rachel about it, she'll be like, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. And I mean, I had family members and friends. I remember like multiple times, like asking if you were okay. Yeah. And I knew right what was going on. Right. But I'm not going to like toss her under the bus. So, you well, know, it's it a like, tricky, it's, it's it, a really tricky thing. Um, I feel like it goes for like, it's not something you want to outright say to somebody. No. Because then it's like immediate, I'm immediately defensive. Like, of course right. I'm eating. You see me eat all the time. Yeah. But it's like, you're eating salads. Yep. You're not, and it's like, no protein and drinking coffee for dinner. Like, what the heck? Yeah. It was like sugar coffee too. Mm-hmm. Not even like a, like a freaking coffee. Right. Not just like a black coffee. But it's like, I needed that to even just like get through the day. Yep. So yeah, I, it's really something that I am conscious, conscious, but conscience. Why do I, why does that sound wrong? Conscious. Yes. Thank you. Um, I'm very conscious about right now. Yeah. I like to have my cookies. I like to enjoy them. I don't track them. I used to do, I, okay. We went through that eating disorder, got married. And then six months later, I still was having that eating disorder or whatever. And I got pregnant and that really honestly saved my life. I know I said that in the last podcast because I knew I was like, I have to eat. I have, I have a baby in my belly. Baby's got to eat. Baby's got to eat. I got pregnant. And then I felt like then it really turned around. I got a lot better. I naturally lost baby weight. I didn't like do anything crazy. And so when I really got into fitness is when the why opened up here yeah. And Austin was like a baby. He was like eight months old. I wasn't even pregnant with Nevaeh yet. And they had workout classes and he could go in the childcare. Yep. And I really got into working out, even though I had been working out um, basically my entire life because I was a gymnast. Right. And they are hardcore. Workouts, <laughs> Gymnasts are hardcore yeah. people. And so I, I'm used to that. I love classes. I love working out. And um, that's when I started really messing in with, um, counting macros mm-hmm. is when I started workout classes at, at the Y. And then I was, you know, pregnant with Nevaeh, you know, that, all that. But it was like a, it was a huge difference between even all of your pregnancies. Yes. From Grayson. From like Austin to, to like Nevaeh, like with mm-hmm. Nevaeh and Grayson, like you mm-hmm. worked out basically up till you really couldn't. Yeah. And so it was a very diff. like you looked completely different. You felt completely different. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And I mean, you you really haven't looked back. I mean, from the time you no. started working out, and that's I think that's what keeps your sanity is just yes. because you have you have a regimented routine mm-hmm. and you stick to it and you don't waver from it. No, um, with the, the exception of being sick or something like that. But yeah, or if I'm really really sore and I'm like, my body needs a break. Right. I mean, you you know your body well enough that yeah. you're like you're not going to push it if right. you know it's going to be more detrimental to your body. Right. Um, but you are. I mean, you stick to it, and like you said, the key is just allowing yourself mm-hmm. to still have fun, to still have days that you know summer days you're drinking or you're yeah. having cookies or we're ordering pizza, or whatever. Yeah. Like, I got to be that way. I think mentally, I have to have a cheat meal here and there. Um, because I love working out, but I also love junk food. Right. And so I don't even in my brain, I can't even put it into my fitness pal because I don't want to even see the calories. Yep. And that's for me a a way that I'm just like, you know what? Out of sight, out of mind, I'm going to have these, I'm going to enjoy them. And tomorrow I'm going to get up and work out just like I would if I didn't have those cookies. Yep. I'm not trying to be like a bikini fitness model or anything I just want to be fit and feel good Mm -hmm. I fluctuate five pounds you know here and there I mean if I'm on my period it could be 10 pounds even but I I have a a place I like to stay and like if my pants are tight you know I'm 
drinking more water, doing, you know, whatever. I just don't do anything extreme. Right. And one of the questions I've seen a lot is like, how do you stay on your routine and how do you stay like committed? And that's something I just don't know if it was ingrained in me at a very young age being a gymnast. Yeah. Um, Like I didn't have a choice. And so, and now I just enjoy it. So. Yeah. I would say it's partially that probably a large majority that, but I think it's also your personality. Yeah. Like, I mean, anything, I mean, you guys know her, anything that she sets her mind to, whether it's fitness or uh, a business venture, whatever. A podcast. A podcast. Like she (laughs) doesn't just like, she doesn't jump in and just like stop doing it like a couple months later. Like we debated this podcast for a while and she was like, I just didn't want to do it unless I knew I was for sure like. Gonna do it we're doing this. Yeah. We're going to make a good run at it. I know I've said this before and I really feel this like in my deep core that your word is everything. Yep. And all you really have is your word nowadays. Yep. And so if you tell someone, I will work out with you tomorrow, you best believe I'm going to work out with you tomorrow. Right. Or if I say, Hey you guys, I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to start a podcast. I'm not, I, it's, I put a lot of thought into something before I do it, especially if it's something big, but like, I also keep my word to myself. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. Because really when I'm working out and I just feel like if you aren't keeping your word to your own self, you're really only hurting yourself. Yeah. And so for me, if I'm working out and it says, all right, you're going to do 12 reps three times or four times, right? 12 reps, four times. And you skip that fourth one. That is... Bother the crap out of you. (laughs) (laughs) It would bother me. Like, it's like, I know I skipped it. Right. And so... But really, I'm only the one not benefiting from not doing those last reps. Right. And so it's like, I feel like, you know, you're really, you're really just, you wanted to keep your word to yourself, but you want to keep your word to your people or well, to you, people. It's a great point. And I think, I think in order to be able to keep your word to other people, you have to first keep your word to yourself. Exactly. I, you want to take care of yourself, but also, you know, that that's one big, huge mental health thing that we have taken from a lot of things that we have been through Yeah, that working out for me is not only routine for me at this point, but it is like my mental health. Yeah. I get a break. I get to listen to a book. I get to listen to a podcast. I get to listen to music yep. and it's an hour of time that it's just for me. And whether you go for a walk or you start really slow, if you're doing something, do I think something. it's just, yeah. yeah, I honestly sometimes just work doing a walk Yep. is outside, especially since it's been so nice. Yep. It is so you just you just get a burst of energy. Yeah. Well, I mean, working out in general, whether it's a walk or an intense workout, like it, mm-hmm. re- it releases endorphins in your body. Like I wish I was, we've talked about this before, but I wish I was as committed and regimented as Courtney. Sometimes yeah. I'll go for a couple months straight and working out and then I'll start traveling and I'll kind of fall off for a couple of weeks and I'll have to get back in and she'll be like, come on, get to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, working out for me, like it just, it, it makes, it, I mean, like I've been doing just a Peloton like in the mornings the last three days just trying to get back into it. Yeah. And it feels amazing. Like I get it done mm-hmm. before anybody else in the house wakes up mm-hmm. after I take Austin to strength and speed. And it feels amazing. And you yeah. get it done. It's out of the way. I have more energy. It's listen, just... listen. I am not a morning workout person. I've tried that shit. Yeah. I can't do it. Um, But you are a morning person more than I am. So yep. it works for you. It does. I I want to say, if you are trying to get into your, like a fitness routine, exercise, whatever, my biggest thing is start slow. Yeah. Because I feel like I have just like researched and we have done, oh my God, you guys, almost every diet. I've done keto. <laughs> I've done this. I've done that. We almost did 75 hard. And then I was like, no, I can do it. That's not my problem. I know I can do 75 hard. 
It is the, will my mental health benefit from this or not benefit from this? Right. And I know myself way too well. If I say I'm doing it, I'm doing it. Yeah. And I just know that I'm like, I want to have drinks with my friends on the weekends. I, I already do stick to a diet. But there's like no cheating. You work out twice and I'm like, I think I would get, I could spiral really quickly from yeah. that and I could, I know that. So. I would feel like it would bring you back to the similar place that you were in Yeah. when you had the disorder. I'm not saying it's a bad program. No. I just think if you have a heart, if you want to commit to something, that is a good thing. But that is an intense thing yeah. to commit to. Um, Ethan, sometimes he'll be like, I'm cutting all carbs because he's a big carb guy. He, he loves the carbs. I personally, you guys know, I love, I love sugar. Right. I would much rather have sugar. Ethan will be like, I want pasta. And I'm like, pasta or pizza. Or- I want dessert. Yeah. That's what I want. I want cookie. Yep. Like before we got here, we stopped at Starbucks so I could get a cake pop. Yep. Um, it was delicious. It was, it was, it was <laughs> delicious. It drives me nuts when Grayson eats that whole thing in his whole mouth Just at one time. One big mouth. Oh, I'm like, oh, you're not even enjoying it. You have to enjoy it. But anyway, yeah. anyway, I digress. He goes too extreme. And then two and a half weeks later, it's he's, not sustainable. He's yeah, he's back to eating carbs and whatnot. So I just say, find something that works for you. For yeah. me, counting macros is really easy. And if you want somebody to help you with that, I have people on Instagram that I love. Raising Meadows. Yep. Raising Meadow Sage, she's amazing. Um, macro habits, I think I I can tag them all. Um, if you guys just go to my Instagram, but finding somebody that does your macros for you because I don't give my macros out. Yeah, because everybody's different. Everybody's different, and that's you guys. You guys know I love that individuality. I freaking love it. So macros is the same. I'm five five. I'm very active. Um, I'm not looking to lose weight, gain weight, anything. Just maintain. Just maintain. Yeah. So my macros are set differently than if somebody was trying to lose weight or somebody who there are people that like, oh, I need to gain weight so that they can, you know. For a competition or whatever. Certain muscle, you know, get bigger, whatever. I just never want somebody to do exactly what I'm doing because it's just not sustainable, like, I don't want somebody to t- take my macros, I should say. Yeah. And they're five, eight. And, right. you know, it would be a major difference in calories because you're taller. and Or Everybody's even if different. you're shorter, it might be too much. So it's just a really tricky, tricky slope. And I'm not a trainer. I'm not a nutritionist. No. I just found what works for my body and with me having an eating disorder in my past and it's still like there's still stuff that pops up I just I never want my my Instagram or stuff to be all about food and stuff because I could just get too obsessive and I don't right. want to yeah but you make a good point and you touched on a little bit ago just like start slow yeah I make the mistake every time if I've every been time. out of it for like two to three weeks I'll be like all right I gotta start slow you know, I'll go jog a half a mile, then I'll do, you know, kind of a higher rep, lower weight kind of thing. Yeah. But my mentality, because I, you know, grew up in football and did like powerlifting in high school, like I just start going heavy and I'm like trying to max and just like see if I lost anything over the last couple of weeks that I haven't worked out. And then I end up being, you know, sore for like a few days. But like, so starting slow, just yeah. so you don't, if you just beat yourself up the first like week you work out, you're going to feel so sore that you're going to be like, forget this. I know. Just ease your way into it. You're going to be a little bit sore and then your body will get accustomed. And to I it. just feel if you have, if you start slow and you check off things off your list that you're like, I went for a walk today or hey, I stopped. I, instead of having one pop, I, yeah. instead of that pop, I had water. Yep. If you are slowly making those changes, just you feel a lot better and you just keep going. And then eventually it becomes routine and you don't even think about it. It's just like, when am I going to the gym? This is when I'm going today. My day changes all the time just because of my work and having bridal trials. And like today I got up, went to the gym, 
did my makeup, had my bridal trial, did all my work after that. Yep. And then we went on a date. Mm-hmm. And Ethan did his in the morning. So yep. I just think if you start slow, you're golden. Yeah. But just get it in. Yeah. But, like don't, some days but also you... don't beat yourself up about it. No. I just think it's really easy to get down on yourself if you're like, oh, I didn't make it to a, the gym today. Or, oh, I ate crappy today. Right. Next day, start the day all over again. Don't say, I'm going to start Monday. Just every day is a continual choice for me to, you know, have a healthy mind. I wake up, I every morning, have I read my eight challenge book that I have. And then I have a little goal setter thing that I, I fill out every single morning. What I'm grateful for, whatever. I just think that if you have routine, mm-hmm. I don't know why routine for me is like the best thing ever. It's just, it's just my personality, I think, is just. And I can tell, like, if if her routine is off. Oh, my God, you guys. Yeah. It's it's not good. Like, she is down on herself the entire day. I am. We talked about this in therapy, and I am trying to get over it, but I am so hard on myself. You are. I, I literally am, like, I feel like I have all this stuff that I'm doing. And then if I mess up one thing, I am like, oh my gosh, I could just, I just get, uh, I'm so hard on myself. Yeah. And I tell other people, I tell my kids like, oh, you're doing such a great yeah. job. That's what I have to tell you. I, I know. Don't worry about it, babe. It's one day. Get back on the horse tomorrow. And it's not ever like, it's, it's like work stuff. Right. That I get like really down on myself for. Yep. And so, I don't know. But I just feel, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm working on it. You know? It you is are. what it You've is. You've made amazing progress. And I have to say, it is super um, inspiring. <laughs> Sorry. I was uh. trying to find the word. It's late. <laughs> it's super inspiring just yeah. to watch your journey from where you started to where you are now. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's come with... Blood, sweat, and tears, but that's for sure. Yeah, I feel like everyone You're a person because of it. Yeah, everyone starts somewhere. And Emily was this weekend when we were at the podcast. Emily yeah. was talking to me, and she's like, "It's just, it's really crazy to see you from back in the isogenics days. If you yep. guys have been around that long, um, to now, I literally for so long didn't know like." Like I, we talked about before, I didn't know who I was. Who yeah. am I supposed to be? What am I supposed to do? Trying everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool to like finally feel like you're like, I feel like I'm who I am. Yeah. And when who you f- I'm meant to be. Yeah. And when yeah. you find that, it's really, I feel like Ethan's always just known. And I'm like, how do you know? How do you know? Like you've known what you've wanted to it's do. It's cooler to watch somebody like you, though. I like, guess. I guess. I mean, it's 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 the whole the whole journey has been yeah fun to watch. It's been a struggle at times for sure, but yeah, watching you and being with you on this journey has been incredible compared to just like oh, he just he knew what he wanted to do and he just did it. He just started right after college and he's just doing it. I like, know, but let me tell you. From somebody who has watched you, uh, even like at 18, I'm like, like even at 18, I, I was like, I want to be a mom. I, I knew that's like what I wanted to do. Yeah. But I had no idea after that. Like I always knew my kids were going to go into school. Mm-hmm. But like when you're a mom and you're deep in the mom stuff and you have like a one and a half year old and a three year old, you're like, this is never going to end. Right. Like they're never <laughs> going to grow up. And then all of a sudden you blink and your kid's. Freaking 15 and 13 and 8. And driving. And driving. And you're like, where does time go? How did it go so fast? Yep. And then you have to kind of figure out who the F you want to be. Yep. But my purpose is I just feel like different than what I ever thought it was going to be. Really. Yeah. I didn't know what I was going to be, but. I didn't know either. Yeah. Anyways, um, I feel like I just want to end with. Summary. Summary. Like. Summary. Don't be afraid to go to therapy. Oh, my God. It is worth it. Absolutely. Enjoy it. You can go for multiple reasons. It doesn't have to be because you're going through something major. It could just be I need a tune-up like we talked about. Also, don't feel bad about it. No. 
going to therapy is the best thing you could ever do for yourself and check with your insurance to see if your insurance will cover it. Yeah. And they can probably even guide you to yes. a therapist that's like licensed that is covered by insurance. One thing I wanted to say that I forgot about the therapy thing. I Googled. I like I really didn't know anybody who was going to therapy. Yeah. Like in our friend group, my mom or dad or whatever. Right. And so I just Googled PTSD therapists around my area. And I picked the top place I yep. called, like with the the best reviews called. And um, they, she kind of picked us with somebody. So that's that's how we picked a therapist. Yep. And then my mom and dad ended up going to that same therapy place. Yep. A different lady, but the same therapy place. So it's just even my mom and dad have been like, it's been amazing. Yeah. Because they have, they've been through a lot too mm-hmm. um, as a couple. And a lot of medical stuff too. Yep. And childhood stuff too. Childhood <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're, they're like, we thought we talked about it all, but like, man, we also put a lot under the rug. Mm-hmm. And when you start stuffing your stuff, your emotions and stuff under the rug, it comes out in different ways that you never realize. Yeah. Like it'll come out in a fight. It'll come out when you're like with your friends or your kids and you're just like, whoa. Where did that come from? So dealing yep. with that kind of stuff, I just feel like, and I'm so glad because we're young yeah, still, and we have our lives to just, you know, have a healthy marriage and a healthy way of like communicating and yep. versus how we were in our twenties when we're like, we were a different couple in our twenties than we are now. Such a different couple. Like we it was not fiery. It was fiery. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, going to say spicy. I'm like, that's not the right word. Well, it was, it spicy, was spicy too. It still is spicy. <laughs> yeah. It's just, so yeah. So anyways, that was the summary about the therapy. What was the other summary? So yeah, the summary about the therapy and mm-hmm. start slow. Start I slow. I think is the summary on the whole yes. conversation about. Working out. Working out. Yeah. You know, just take your time. Do Even if you don't, if you like Courtney said, if you don't beat yourself up, if you didn't get a no. workout and it's the end of the day. Start tomorrow or just go on a walk for 20 minutes, half hour. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be something intense. No. Start with a little small change. Switch a pop over to a water. Mm-hmm. Or like at dinner have, you know, don't have a breadstick. It's just, it's very slow. Don't go back for seconds. But yeah, if you are really dramatic about it, I feel like that's when people fail and they get really down on themselves and then yeah. they quit. And or just, yo-yo. Yeah. And just remember um freaking a why do i keep forgetting like, <laughs> you have this amazing ah! thought pop into your head it's like it's i was just, like it was right there and then, and then it was gone <laughs> where the frick did it go <laughs> ah, i have all makeup on my freaking microphone um god dang it just remember just remember i don't oh just remember that anytime you are doing self-help brain work, you know, like mental health, that kind of stuff, reading a book about yourself or not about yourself, about like self-help, that kind of stuff and working out and reading. It's all stuff that you're doing to grow as a person. And you are like missing that kind of stuff is you're missing that out for yourself. So you want to grow for you, not for anyone else. I... Ethan will be like just another truth bomb. Yeah, dropping over here. Sometimes I will, you know, be really down on myself about a certain thing, and Ethan will be like, "Babe, it's fine." I'm like, "I'm not mad because I'm I I don't know. It'll be something maybe to do with you or work or whatever." I'm like, yeah. "I'm mad for myself because I feel like I'm letting myself down," and so I just think if you like think of it as you're growing for you and not anyone else. Mm-hmm. That is when you continue to succeed because you're growing for you. Not you don't want to grow for anyone else. Like if right. Ethan were to tell me when I had my eating disorder, you have an eating disorder. You needed to. De- I, it's like I needed to go through my things in order to help myself. Because first of all, I'm way too stubborn for me to be like, oh, okay, Ethan. Yeah, nobody can tell you what to do. I know that's a really bad thing too. Also, sometimes so. Right. But like, it's just something that you want for yourself. So when you're working out and you're like, man, I have 10 more and you skip it, 
just remember that's 10 that it's like you're missing for yourself yep you know not for anyone else so anyways love it hope you guys loved it i hope you guys enjoyed every time we talk it's so interesting ethan was like i think we should go to dinner tonight on our date instead of going to a movie we saw the mechanic yeah um with bert i called the, him brent the machine brent. was the name of the, the machine <laughs> the mechanic I, that's also a great movie i think it's first with Jason of all Statham. i'm so dumb the machine with mr bert kreischer first of all i Canadian. also called him brent and brent and god brett brent and brett yeah. and then i was like no that's not his name no so anyways we saw that movie instead but then he was like we should go to we should go out to eat we can talk i'm like we're gonna be talking yeah on the podcast yeah so anyways i think i'm gonna ask my dad i'm gonna hope he's gonna come out on the podcast this week for father's day yeah that would be cool yeah so Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed. Let us know in the little Spotify thing. You can write little comments and stuff. And we absolutely love reading it. Yep. And, and publishing them. And oh my God, we almost forgot to tell them we're going to Canada. We're going to Canada. Okay, we should leave it at that. We're going to Canada. Yeah. All right, you guys. See you next week.